0: This is the TriDot Podcast. TriDot uses your training data and genetic profile combined with predictive analytics and artificial intelligence to optimize your training, giving you better results in less time with fewer injuries. Our podcast is here to educate, inspire, and entertain. We'll talk all things triathlon with expert coaches and special guests. Join the conversation and let's improve together. together.
1: It's a countdown show. Today, I am joined by three of our TriDoc coaches, and we are counting down the top 12 reasons to be a triathlete. It will be a fun celebration of all the reasons to love the sport in spite of its occasionally high price tag. So join us as we talk through a hot dozen reasons to swim, bike, and run your way to obsessed triathlete status. Counting down with us today is coach John Mayfield. John Mayfield. John is a USAT Level 2 and Ironman U certified coach who leads TriDot's athlete services, ambassador, and coaching programs. He has coached hundreds of athletes, ranging from first timers to Kona qualifiers and professional triathletes. John has been using TriDot since 2010 and coaching with TriDot since 2012. John, how's it going today, friend? Going great, friend. Next up is pro triathlete and coach Elizabeth James. Elizabeth is a USAT Level 2 and Ironman U certified coach Who quickly rose through the triathlon ranks using TriDot? From a beginner to top age grouper to a professional triathlete. She's a Kona and Boston Marathon qualifier who has coached triathletes with TriDot since 2014. Elizabeth,
2: how are you today? I'm doing well, Andrew. Thank you.
1: And last but not least is TriDot coach Jeff Rains. Jeff has a master's of science in exercise physiology and was a successful D1 collegiate runner. He's qualified for the Boston Marathon multiple times and has raced over 120 triathlons from competitive sprints to full distance Ironman. Jeff has been coaching runners and triathletes since 2009. What's up, Jeff?
3: Man, Andrew, this is going to be a great episode. We basically get to tell the world why we love what we do and why we love the sport. Can't wait. Yep, I'm Andrew, the average triathlete, voice of the
1: people, and captain of the middle of the pack. As always, we'll roll through our warm-up question, settle in for our countdown conversation, and then wind things down with our cool-down. Lots of good stuff. Let's get to it.
0: Time time to to warm up. up. Let's get moving.
1: Here at TriDot, we have an incredible ambassador program with enthusiastic athletes that train with TriDot and represent us in the triathlon marketplace. Each year, when the new ambassadors are officially accepted into the program, we send an official hat or visor to crown each ambassador a member of the team. Many ambassadors will immediately hit social media with a picture in their new ambassador hat or visor. So for our warm-up question today, if you could put any celebrity in a TriDot ambassador hat or visor and have the image of them wearing TriDot gear hit social media, who would you pick? Now, there could be a variety of reasons here. It could be sheer entertainment value of having a certain person in this hat, or it could be because it's somebody who would make a good TriDot ambassador. Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, Coach Jeff Rains. I'll start with you.
3: You know, I in the moment, I, I just I thought quickly of – Chip Gaines from from you know Chip and Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper he's yeah. just he's just a, such a, a cool fun easy to relate to guy he he actually's run a marathon. Um, he's, uh, m- my dad lives in, in, in Waco, and he's okay. seen him at a local gym. Um, so he likes to work out. He, he, uh, he's such a cool guy. You, know, you kind of think of him with his little tool belt on and maybe tool belt and uh, a tri-dot hat, right? And he's just a good ambassador of the sport, funny guy, easy to relate to. He would bring a lot of just entertainment and, and just keep the sport fun.
1: Yep, no, that that's a great pick. He's a hilarious guy. And and they, I mean Chip and Joanna, they throw a marathon every year in Waco. It's called the the Silo District Marathon. Uh you know, a great event down there that they founded. And uh yeah, I I, I could see him making a good triathlete and and getting on on board with the brand and and rocking that
3: hat as he's uh, on TV, you know, fixing houses. So, yep. And actually the the Ironman 70.3 Waco, Texas race, the bike course, you bike like, a rock's throw away from, from their property. Yeah. Yep,
1: absolutely. Actually. Yep, and Waco has become a tourist destination because of the uh, the, the, the television show. All right, yep, so on to uh, our, our next coach, uh, Coach Elizabeth James. Who are you picking for this?
2: So I'm going to say Kevin Hart. Ooh, fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely entertaining right there. He,
1: he's a runner, too. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. I mean,
2: has a fantastic fitness regimen, so, I mean, good athlete, funny guy. I, I think that would be great to see him and, and try to cap
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, he'd be it'd be fun to see him spread his spread his wings from doing half marathons and marathons, and see him hit hit the Ironman course. That'd be that'd be kind of a cool
4: celebrity to have out there mm-hmm. uh, on race day. So, Coach John Mayfield. I, I guess we kind of all went down the same path because mine mine's kind of in line too. I was thinking of The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson. They do um, a lot of movies together. Yeah, they they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he just seems to be like a, a super cool, super fun guy that everybody seems to like. So I think he'd be a great. Uh, addition to our our ambassador community, and surely uh, he would be somebody who would like the challenge of Ironman. Man. Yeah, and he's got the Hawaiian roots and, yeah. and all that. Uh, but yeah, he, he definitely does not look like your typical athlete. No. I, I can't imagine him swimming, cycling, or running really. I mean, I know he can pick things up uh, really well, but uh, you know those guys are always up for a challenge. So uh, maybe that's in his future. Yep. No. Great. Great picks from all of you. Um, I'm I'm gonna
1: I I I'm usually not the one to cheat and throw out two. Um, you know that that's usually other people on the team. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, I I couldn't I couldn't pick between these two because uh, I have very different reasons for these two. Um, the first one is uh, music artist Post Malone. Uh, now, not somebody who um, comes across like an endurance athlete, not somebody who you would expect to see in a TriDot ambassador hat. And for that reason, um, I just think it'd be funny, like just just selfishly. I mean, to see. Post Malone on Instagram wearing a tried-out Ambassador visor, like, like listen, I'm not the tattoo guy. I wish I could be the tattoo guy. I don't feel like I could pull off the whole tattoo look. I, I love it when folks like John yourself, you've got the little half sleeve on one arm. Um, you know, like you look at celebrities and athletes that have that. I think it looks bad a. Uh, I, ju- I just don't think I could pull it off. And so Post Malone, he has a very unique look that somehow works for him like it's very fitting for him i mean he, he's in uh, i think some some lays chips ads um and it j- he fits that brand very well but but just just selfishly i think it'd be really really fun just just to see an image of post malone in a dot ambassador hat because he just he is such a unique look uh compared to anybody i else think out you should there. try a face tattoo i mean
4: you don't know until you
1: try it so yeah <laughs> i should just try it yeah just <laughs> casually try getting a tattoo put on my face yeah good thinking john um uh, So so the the one I want to give a shout-out to that I think makes more sense, um, and and I am not at all a New England Patriots fan. I am not a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. uh, I am not a Tom Brady fan. But I think it would make sense for an athlete like Tom Brady um, to, once he finally decides to stop winning Super Bowls and move on from from NFL football, I I feel like he would make a great triathlete. Like, he would make a great long-distance Ironman. Like, he's obviously very regimented in his nutrition. He's famously regimented in his training. Uh, He's a type A, clearly personality. And I I feel like if he got on TriDot and trained for an Ironman, that is a dude who would crush it as he moves into his 40s and 50s as an athlete. Like, he's got the pedigree, uh, you know, and and he's got the drive and 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 the discipline. We've talked on the podcast before about how, you know, when you're younger, it's easier to go hard and short when you're a little bit, as you start to age, your body naturally, you know, gets better at endurance. Um, so man, I feel like Tom Brady would be somebody that when he retires from football would kill it as an Ironman triathlete. Um, and, and so imagine Tom Brady is a athlete who's a triathlete ambassador rocking the hat on Instagram. Like, like that, that to me fits, right? He would
3: put, he would have his, his face, his, his, uh, sun glare, a paint under his eyes <laughs> during the entire Ironman. He'd probably put it on in T1, maybe before the swim, if it would stay on. But. And, and Gronk, Gronk's got to come too. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, his Sherpa or relay, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: where t- where Tom awesome. goes, Gronk follows, and, and it's a one-two package deal. So, um, yep, great great picks from all of you. Um, curious to see what our audience has to say here. Uh, surely they have some great picks as well. So we're going to throw this out. If you are not a member of the I am Tri-Dot Facebook group, go join that group. If nothing else, to participate in these goofy Monday warm-up questions, um, go find this post on the Facebook group right now today. Uh, What celebrity would you want to see rocking a TriDot hat and being a part of the TriDot ambassador group? Uh, Curious to see your answers. Can't wait.
0: On to the main set. Going in three, two, one.
1: Our main set today is brought to you by TriTats. Whether you're a seasoned Ironman or gearing up for your first local sprint try, TriTats will help you make your mark. These tough, stylish, and easy-to-use race number tattoos make you look and feel like a pro. I personally have raced countless local sprint and Olympic tries where I showed up thinking I had plenty of time to settle in the transition only to find a massive line waiting to be body marked. Switching to tri-tats has allowed me to show up on race morning with my focus on the finish line, not the body marking line. If you have an Ironman race this year, their iron tats are made especially for you. Iron Tats body mark you for that one key race and include the all-famous dot logo. Friends don't let friends race with Sharpie on numbers. So as a friend of the podcast, head to tritats.com and use promo code TRIDOT for 10% off your order. Again, that's tritats.com, promo code TRIDOT. So listen, we are not at all the first triathletes to sit down and talk through all of the reasons to be a triathlete. Uh, plenty of swell folks have come before us and considered this topic, uh, but with all the hard training and with all the recent race uncertainty, with everything triathletes have lived through in recent memory, you know, we just wanted to take a week and just remind ourselves of how wonderful the sport is and how much it enriches our lives being triathletes. So we did our research. Uh, we, we read some, there, there's some great articles out there uh, from publications like Men's Health uh, Magazine, uh, USA. Triathlon ha- had an initiative called Time to Try, and, and so on mytimetotry.com, um, th- 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 there's a great article about reasons to be a triathlete and give the sport a try. Um, active.com had an article about this, and, and so we did our research. You know, We, we kind of looked around at what other people in the sport were saying. Uh, we kind of brainstormed what we think are great reasons to be a triathlete, uh, and, and we came up with the official Out podcast, 12 Best Reasons to Be a Triathlete list. So let's hit it. Let's see what they are. I'm going to lead us off with reason number one to be a triathlete. Um, It's just the variety of sports. It's the training variety. It's the three sports in one. Uh, There's no other thing like it. And um, this is what appealed to me when I got into the sport. I I was already um, just to kind of stay healthy. I was running. I would get off work every day and just go for a jog, not training for anything, not, you know, just trying to stay healthy. Um, and and man, after a while you're like, man, I'm just sick of going out and going for a jog. And, and so just the variety of the sports, um, just to some days you're swimming, some days you're biking, some days you're running. Um, you know, you don't get that from training for a 5k. You don't get that from, uh, you know, training for a, a, a Spartan race. And, and, and so I, I love the variety. Um, you know, several other people, um, gave a shout out to this. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just there's, there's no other challenge like it. You, you get to train for three things at once, and it makes you a really well-rounded athlete. Uh, Coach Jeff
3: Raines, what is reason number two? Reason number two to be a triathlete, I would say it, it's kind of a playoff of what you just said, Andrew. Because there's the variety, yeah, you, you, you don't kind of get sick of it as much. You know, too much of, a, of one thing can be a bad thing, right? And so um, because there's so much variety, you get a broader kind of general health and fitness just improvement, you know, in general, it, it's great for, you know, aerobics, uh, you know, muscle mass, bone density, your joints, mobility. You have such a good variety. Uh, our sport, we, we, you know, we do it supine, upright, seated. We, we get different postural uh, positions. Works um, different muscle groups, different energy systems. Exactly, and. Uh, you know, all disciplines are great for for cardio in general. And you know, let's swimming. Let's break it down real quick. Swimming right, builds, you know, maintains your upper body muscle mass. You know, cycling and running, not so much. Yeah, um, cycling, right, and, and and running, they they build and also you know maintain great. Lower body muscle mass, you know, swimming alone doesn't do that as much, right? Um, So kind of inadvertently there, cycling and swimming without running though, let's, you know, can, can let your bones get soft, let's say, Um, but, but they're easier on the joints, um running too much can can be bad on the joints uh but done in moderation you know let's say you know with your tri training uh it isn't too bad right it it helps build and maintain bone density it, it's the greater impact uh the greatest resistance in, against gravity there and uh that that resistance against gravity is is the number one reason uh and way to increase bone density um strength training in, in, in that aspect um as well so it's definitely important um, as as triathletes to to, to add strength training in as well uh to to work the lateral plane right swimming our legs are kind of going straighter up and down biking straighter up and down running straighter up and down and so that strength component uh mixed in with the three disciplines uh you never get sick of it you have great variety and just overall uh great lateral you know movements and and just great for your body in general
1: Yeah. No, great stuff, Jeff. Um, you know, such a good reason to be a triathlete, right? Just that it's, it's going to keep you healthy. It's going to keep your your whole body healthy. It's working the, the entire athlete, as opposed to just working, uh, one aspect of being an athlete. You're not just going into the gym and, and, you know, picking up heavy things and putting them down. Right. I mean, you're, you're, you're functionally training your body to do something. Um, so, so it's, it's just great for general health and fitness. Great reason there, Jeff. Um, so coach Elizabeth James, what is our third reason?
2: All right. Well, just kind of like our second one played off the first. This third one's gonna kind of play into what uh, Reigns was just saying. Look at that. It's almost like purposeful or something, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no reason number three to be a triathlete is just the positive influence on your lifestyle and and or your mental health. Yeah. Um, I mean, Reigns did a great job there of really outlining some of those big physical benefits, but. You know, being a triathlete goes beyond just those fitness gains and the increase that we have in in our physical health. Um, there are some incredible benefits for our mental health as well. Um, I mean, we think of you know healthy body, healthy mind. It all encompasses our well-being, and. Being a triathlete, I mean, can help with mental health just from, you know, taking the time to go for a run, taking the time to exercise, some of that self care, um, the time for yourself. But it, there's also some great medical studies on how just activity and sport and training can have a positive impact, impact on mental health issues such as anxiety, depression, PTSD. Um, and so there's some very good research and literature about the benefits of it on that. And then, I mean, from a lifestyle perspective, triathlon is a sport that you can do almost your entire life. So it's not just, you know, when you're young, you've got this small window of opportunity to be in the sport and do well in the sport. It it really is a lifestyle. And so since we have these three sports and there are all of these physical and mental benefits, it's something that you can do for a great majority of your life.
1: The training you do for this sport—I mean, it gets you outside, it gets you active, it gets you moving—and and, and man, that can just do so much to, um, you know, alleviate some mental stress, some anxiety—and um, exactly what you said, Elizabeth. It's just a great sport to get into. Being a triathlete reinforces so many other healthy habits, right? Because like to be a triathlete, like. To get all the training in, and they get the training done right. Like you have to think ahead. You have to kind of plan out your week, and, and so suddenly, like like your your schedule, you're, you're on top of your schedule more to do the training well. You're you're on top of your your what you're eating more.
2: I mean, a lot of people will clean up their sleep and nutrition habits to yeah. do the training. And,
1: and that's kind of what we're talking about with with just the improvements to your lifestyle. Like like it, it really can take other aspects of your life and kind of force you into improving them. Uh, but but because it, it help it helps you balance you know your your family and work life a little bit better because you've got you know kind of time constraints and you got to get all these things done and mm-hmm. um, just just your overall lifestyle I mean <laughs> there's times I'm I'm tempted to go go grab that 10 p.m cookie you know before I head to bed because I, I want something sweet and I think to myself I I ran you know six miles today and that cookie will will you know, calorie wise, negate one of those miles. And I don't want to do that. Uh, and so, so it really just, it reinforces a lot of, a lot of great things in your lifestyle. So, um, great reason there, Elizabeth. Um, I'm going to introduce reason number four. I called dibs on this one. Um, sorry, John, uh, you haven't talked yet, but I'm, I'm going to go again. Uh, cause I, I like this one. Uh, reason number four to be a triathlete, it develops total body physique. Um, you know, it, it just helps you get lean and muscular from head to toe, Jeff Raines, you said it in reason number two, it, it, it trains the whole body. It trains all the systems. It trains all the muscle groups. And, and I, I remember very distinctly before I was a triathlete, um, and, and the reason I started swimming, to be honest with you, um, I was watching the Olympics uh, uh, however many years back when Michael Phelps was still uh, swimming. Um, and, and I was watching one of those races, one of those events. One of the commentators on the broadcast made, made a comment. They, they were talking about just just the physique of swimmers and and you know their their strength and how strong they are, how how lean they are, um, and, and you, you look at those swimmers and and they're they're in their they're in their swimsuits and just not an ounce of fat to be seen, right? When, when they're peaking for the Olympics, and what one of the commentators made a comment, he was like, "When when you think as an average athlete, when when, when you picture kind of what you want your body to look like, like look at the professional athletes that compete in that sport." Because there's a reason why their body looks the way it does. Their, their, their body is trained for that sport. And, you know, soccer players do not look like pro swimmers. Pro swimmers do not look like um, um, ice figure skaters. right? I mean, the, the, uh, marathoners don't look like sprinters. You know, you, you need certain muscle groups to be strengthened and to be ready to rock and roll for certain sports. And when you look at professional triathletes, it, it's just that healthy, lean muscle from head to toe. And, and, and that, I mean, health-wise, that, that's what I'm shooting for. I, I don't want to be the, the, the super jacked, guy at the gym uh, who who li- lifts all the time uh, if that's your thing awesome great for you that, that, that that's a cool thing but um, I I really like just just the the whole body toned fitness that triathlon uh, gives you and when you look at the pros that's what they have uh, we're not nearly there Elizabeth more so than the rest of us uh,
4: but but um the, the the training will help you uh, over time get that that look. So more than a decade in, I'm I'm still waiting on my uh, <laughs> lean, muscular head to toe physique. Uh, but I'll definitely say I I am much better than I would be had it had it not been uh, for for triathlon. And even as y'all mentioned before, things like diet. A lot of times, that's that's my motivation to to eat clean is to maintain yeah uh, lower body body weight. And and um so yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat. I'm 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 not there, but I'm better better than I would be had it had it not been. Uh, Concerned with carrying all those pounds
3: around uh, around the race course. Little disclaimer: your your physique may get better uh, doing uh, triathlons, but your tan lines will get worse. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, some people like that, though. Some people like showing off, like, look how much I've trained outside. Look at where my Garmin sits on all of my long run and bike sessions. So I know a guy, huge cyclist, and he has, you know, on his quad, the, the this huge, perfect tan line, super tan lower leg, super white upper leg. But what he has is a tattoo of a cyclist riding on that line uh like a little bike on his quad it's a tattoo and the wheels are right on that line so you never see the tattoo unless he raises up his bike shorts but i thought that was hilarious now he has to buy the same length shorts the rest of his life for that to be cool but and see
1: if if post if post malone got into the sport he could add a tattoo for that very reason yep um okay i want to hear from coach elizabeth james on reason number five
2: so reason number five to be a triathlete is to challenge yourself or kind of stretch your comfort zone. Um, and this is actually, you know, one of the main reasons that I got into the sport was just to see, could I do that? Um, and then once I was in the sport, it's like, okay, well, I finished a sprint.
1: Now, how fast can I do that? Could
2: I do an <laughs> Olympic? Could I do a 70.3? How
1: long can I do that?
2: <laughs> right. And then it was like, can I, can I be on the podium? Can I, you know, make it to Kona? Can I earn my elite license? And so there's always room for, you know, your personal best and setting a new goal and bettering yourself as an athlete. And I just think that this is an incredible sport to be able to challenge yourself and continually improve and stretch your comfort zone and really attain those new goals.
1: What I love along those same lines is that it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. And on on race day, I mean, somebody out there, I mean, my my goal for Ironman Texas is, is to go sub 12. Um, but, but the same effort that I'm going to put forth to try to go sub 12, somebody else that, that effort might take them sub 10, somebody else that their, their dream goal might be to go sub 15. And, and, and those are all admirable efforts because it's, you know, it, it's not that the goals aren't better or worse based on the time. It's just like for you, that would be a, a killer race. Right. And, and so it's relative to everybody. Everybody can be out there on the same course on the same day, pushing themselves towards, uh, you know, a, a goal that's just as lofty for you as it is for me. Uh, and, and so everybody there's room for everybody to challenge themselves There's room for everybody to, to, to dream. I mean, for, for me, my, I mean, 140.6 miles seems bananas crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I just, I, I can't wrap my head around it for some people. That's, that's normal. Like they, 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 that distance doesn't, doesn't crush them. I, I can do a 70.3 and walk away from that. Um, you know, without really being destroyed. For some people, that 70.3 is is like their Ironman, right? Like that, that, you know. For some people, finishing a sprint or Olympic, um, just just seems that, that that's the bucket list, and that and that's great. You know, wherever you're at in your fitness journey, you know the the, the dreams and the goals and the challenges can be different. Um, to to really meet you where you're at in your journey as a triathlete and it's just everybody can challenge themselves on any given day with any given race
2: well and another thing that's so great about that is the camaraderie behind it yeah that whatever your goal is when you're out there on the course there is such a positive
1: you're in it together (laughs) exactly
2: like we can do this and whether you know you're first to the finish line or coming in you know at the back of the pack there are people there to cheer you on and to celebrate that accomplishment with you
1: yep absolutely um, coach John mayfield I haven't pitched one to you yet so so let, let's go to you for reason number six so reason number
4: six the badass factor Ooh, uh, and I think <laughs> yeah. uh, this just all those points you guys just made on on number five really tie into that. That this is something special. This is something. It's a badass uh, sport. It really. We, we is. don't
1: swear lightly on this podcast, <laughs> so know that we mean it. There was not a better word to use here. It's badass.
4: It is, and uh, you know, you look at other other hobbies, other uh, things that people get into, and it's just not the same. You know, I, I've talked on the podcast before about uh, back in my my previous uh, life prior to triathlon, I was I was a golfer and. I loved golf. It was it was a ton of fun, but it wasn't badass. Like like <laughs> I never finished a round of golf and was like, "Yeah, I'm a badass." Like, boom, where's my medal? <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know, there's a lot of things like that. And I think um, a lot of times triathlon is so um, opposite of of what we do when we're not triathloning. So we uh, most most of our, our triathletes have that nine to five job. Maybe put on a suit, get dressed up. And it's it's not at all a triathlon. Yeah, you, know, you go, you sit at a desk and you uh, you work cerebrally or you, you, different things. It's it's just different. Nobody and-
1: accidentally gets in a four-hour bike training ride.
4: no and and even like the kits we wear they kind of almost look like superhero you know the spandex and and all that like they're just badass too so like we even dress up like badasses and uh, you know it's it's so obvious when you tell someone or or someone sees uh your iron man shirt iron man tattoo it's like oh you're a triathlete wow and they acknowledge that so it's not even us just telling ourselves that we're badass it's it's everyone recognizes you're a triathlete whether it's you you did one sprint or you're you've done a dozen Ironman. It's yep. still mm-hmm. all the same. And you can't just go out and fake it. Uh you can't just say, hey, I'm gonna go do a triathlon. You, you have to uh, earn your way to that finish line. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you can go out and pay green fees and, and go play golf and you can have a good afternoon with your buddies hitting the ball around, or you can go out into the driveway and shoot hoops, but like you can't do that in triathlon um or you'd be really sorry uh if you did (laughs) um but yeah it's just that you it's it takes dedication it takes commitment uh it it requires or it rewards those that really grind and push themselves um training we love training but but training kind of sucks like it's uncomfortable and it hurts and we, we talk about that all the time uh that that that's that's part of the experience though like there are a lot more comfortable things that we could spend uh, our, our time and our money on, uh, but they're just not badass.
1: Yeah. No, and I, I think too, um, as you're talking there, John, um, so my wife and I, we, we don't have kids, um, you know, Lord willing, you know, one, one day we, we, we may. Um, and, and so my wife will throw out like, like what, you know, we'll be watching a movie or a TV show and, and, and she'll be like, you know, so what, like what would you do if our kids like got really into theater or what would you do if our kids got really into like 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 singing or dance or art or, or what 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 would you do if our kids got into some weird sport like you know something off the wall like archery or you know like 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 what would you do and it's it's like what, like I, I i feel like my my response like having been asked that in multiple different forms is like i want my kids to know like whatever you get into like, like whatever you want to do be a badass at it like like don't don't half-heartedly do a couple things like 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 find find what you're passionate about like find what you enjoy and like if that's if that's math and you want to go to math camp? Great, be a badass at math, you know. And, and and so like like to that with triathlon, like you have to go all in. You 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 have to 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 reach that finish line to earn that finish line. Like you have to be a badass at this sport that is already inherently badass. Um and and, and so yeah, the, the, this I think is my favorite reason on this entire list uh i I, we could have just led with it at number one and called it a day um but but that's you know if you're out there you're listening you've reached the finish line you're like you're a badass good job yeah So reason number seven let's go to coach jeff rains
3: race day i mean it's just they're so different there's you know races in general for triathlon they're 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 funner in my opinion than than other sports but just they're so different you know every race is different um you know, basketball, you, you're on a court and you got the hoops, you got a ball, right? It, it, it you, you try to mirror the exact same conditions, size yeah. of the court, free throws the same, centimeters away from the rim, all these things. Uh, and we, we Brendan Hansen and I, uh, gold medalist, Olympian uh, podcast uh, before, previously talked a little bit about this. Yeah, about, gold medal
1: Olympic swimmer, yeah.
3: Yeah, and, and track. I came from a track background. You know, every race is arguably the same. It's in a new location, but the track is the same distance same uh, terrain, you know, everything. And so triathlons are just you know, you have so many cool aspects to race day that are different. Um, no two races are the same off-road, uh, you know, you have off-road triathlons. Are you swimming in a lake, uh, you know, a river ocean? Um, gosh, you could do them in the mountains. You could bike on the highway fast and flat. It's just, everyone is so different. It is so awesome. But also inside of all that, you get to race alongside the pros. Yeah. So cool. Right. (laughs) You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, playing football in next to Tom Brady, no, right? You know, not. ever, um, you know, I can sit in the stands and watch him. Um, but, um, anyway, so we get to race along the pros and just, just uh, races are fun because everyone is different.
1: Yeah. Nope. So that was reason number seven to be a triathlete. You know, the, the races are, are just more fun than other sporting events, other racing events. Um, I'm sorry, we're, we're biased, but it's still true. Uh, us, <laughs> us, us being biased, uh, doesn't make it any less true. Uh, triathlon races are more fun than other races. Um, I will fight you if you disagree. Um, yeah. Reason number eight, Coach John Mayfield, what do we got here?
4: Uh, reason number eight, uh, man, if, if being a badass was number one, uh, I don't know what number this one is, but it's, it's like number 1.0 or something 1. for 1. me, uh, for me, this is, this is huge. And, and I think for me, uh, personally, my top reason, um, and, and what I most appreciate about triathlon is the community, uh, the, the tribe, that we are as as collective badasses. Um I have such depth of relationships and friendships uh that have come from uh from triathlon uh and I I value those so much and it's uh people that I've had the opportunity to train with. Um so go and spend hours and hours uh logging miles on the bike and run and and, and in the pool. Uh there's just there's something to that. It's a camaraderie. It's a brotherhood. Um, depth of relationship there that's just unique. Uh, also, in the athletes, I've had the opportunity to coach, to share um, to share in their experience, to uh, celebrate their wins and work through their losses and all this. There's just such depth of relationship um, in that.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, when we travel to races, I mean, I, I've seen you guys get, get so invested in how your athletes are doing on course. And, and I, I've seen you guys get... I am more emotional about your athletes finishes than, than I've seen you get about your own finishes. Absolutely. I mean, you you, you don't get that in, in other sports uh, to the
4: same extent. Yeah. So uh, for me, I mean, there's so many people that, that I love are, are, from, from triathlon. So it's just for me, and, and I know that's not unique. Uh, there's a great uh, club culture uh, within triathlon. Most people are associated with with some sort of club, whether it be a, a local club or, or a nationwide team, uh, because we, we we value that community. There's something about um, being in the same kit, seeing someone out on the race course uh, that, that you know, or maybe you don't even know, but you have the same, uh, you have that kit, you have that um, shared experience. There's, there's just such uh, value and depth, um, in that. So I I think it's just a very unique, uh, thing that we share. It's one of those things, if you get it, you get it. Uh, and, and not everyone understands it from the outside scene, but I think that's one of the things that, um, attracts people to the sport is they, they see the camaraderie, they see the fellowship. Uh, and, and I think as, as Jeff mentioned that, that race day is special. I think one of the most special things of race day is it's an opportunity to come together as a community and do this thing. Um, so yeah, for me, the community is, is huge.
1: Yeah. it's, it's part of the reason why I, I am never disappointed when I have to wake up at three or four in the morning for a race. Uh, it's always worth it to get out there on course with other athletes and, and do that thing. Right. It's just, it's, it's so fun.
3: And also that, that community aspect, I mean, triathletes, you know, as a rule, uh, as John, as it says frequently are cool people and, and they're generous. Like you, you, you and they think, have great stories and great histories you, and great goals. And yeah. And it's like if, you, if you're if you ever at a race and you need something, mm-hmm. your community, you don't know them. They're from another country even, but you're at the same race, so so you're together and that community. People are so generous. You need something, they'll give you the shirt off their back. yeah They trained 12 months for this race, but you know what? You need help on race day. Oh, you know, this is my race. I care about five minutes on my bikes, but, but you know what? That guy's trying to change a flat on the side of the road. I'm going to stop and help them. Um, and, and people as a rule, triathletes are very cool in that aspect. There was a,
4: a amazing, uh, just picture of this.
3: This was probably 10 years ago
4: in the Ironman world championships. It was when uh, we had the iron war number two with, uh, Craig Alexander and Chris McCormick were running shoulder to shoulder in the last couple miles of, of that race. They'd been together for forever and it was, who's going to win the race? And they're both just they're they're so close to, to just pushing over who's going to hang on the longest and, and win this thing. And that's a that's a huge thing for them. Um, but in that moment, there was there was a moment where I believe it was Chris McCormick uh, took one of the sponges that he had and actually handed it to uh, Craig Alexander. So he was effectively helping out his the guy he was trying to crush. Trying to bury him, but in that moment there was just that, still that shared. We're in this together. We're both suffering. It was a, and and I know those guys respect each other uh, on and off the course, but I think it was just the epitome of that. Here are these guys who are are doing everything they can to better the other. Yet in that moment, he still, and and, and most people wouldn't understand that. People gross. He shared a sponge; he was sweating all (laughs) over. But you know, in that moment, he didn't care. Um, But yeah, I think that's it. So so uh, obviously those of us, uh, further back in the pack, um, very much invested in, in, the success of one another, but even those at the, the, literally the, the most important race of the year, the guys leading the race, trying to win it, uh, still share that, that same, uh, that's still, sh- that, that same thought.
1: I think all of us sitting here at the table, um, on this podcast, I mean, we've, we've made triathlon in this season of our lives. We've made it a majority of our life, right. And, and working for tri-dot and investing in other athletes and, and helping them get to their own finish lines and uh i mean we we didn't do that um but just because we like race day we didn't do that just because we like our bikes like we did that because we love the people and we love the tribe and we love the community uh and, and we want to do everything we can to um help other athletes in in this community reach their finish line and and, and get that same enrichment from the sport that's given so much to us so uh, great reason there john uh, moving on to reason number nine to be a triathlete, Coach Jeff Rains, what is it?
3: Inspiration. The the inspiration factor, setting an, an example to to others, um, and and especially you know for me, uh, and an example for your kids. Um, and so we we all know that this this sport, it it you can get addicted. You know, you 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 do your first one, maybe you borrow a bike, <laughs> um, you, you get it done, and you're like oh, my gosh, I need more of this, Uh, you know, and then, you know, when you think you're tired of that, and then you're like, well, now I'm going to do Olympics, right? And now I'm going to do the. it never ends. And so um, just just having that, that fire lit under you. um, You know, it's, it's inspiring, you know, seeing seeing what other people go through and, and still come back for more, right? It's that classic example of, you know, halfway through the marathon in your first full Ironman, you, you, why am I here? Why did I do this? You know, uh, sunburned and blisters and, and, you know, then the next day you sign up for another one. Like, um, so it's just, there's an inspiration factor. I mean, I, I don't think I need to explain any more than that. I
4: think we all get it. One of the things I, I, I was thinking of as you were talking about that, how uh, back, going back to, uh, in case we need a reminder, it's a badass sport, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um, when I was saying like, even then, that you someone hears you're you're a triathlete and they say, "Oh wow, that's that's amazing," and oftentimes the follow-up is, "Oh, I could never do that," and it's like, "No, you absolutely could," and and it's like so many of us are the if I can do it, you can do it uh, case, and and that, I think that's that is so cool that uh, oftentimes that first reaction is most people think they can't, and in reality. Pretty much everyone can absolutely yeah so yeah that's 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 uh, a great one
2: well and also the lessons from triathlon with you know the hard work you put in the consistency that you have you know aspiring to big goals there's so many other life applications of that and i found this i mean day in day out when i was an elementary school teacher um i mean i don't have kids of my own to inspire them but in terms of inspiring others and being able to take the lessons that i learned through sport and just have that be an example and a conversation starter with the students that I was working with was an incredible experience as well.
1: Yep, no, that totally checks out. Just just being able to reinforce like like hey, like it, it's good to dream big, uh, but then you got to put in the hard work to to see those dreams come to fruition. And that that's no matter no matter what you want to be a badass in, whether it's triathlon or math uh, or or something else like that 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 application uh, from triathlon. Uh, it goes, goes to every, every industry, every, every hobby, every sport. Um, so great, great reason there. Um, so I'm going to move us on to reason number 10. Uh, there's another one I call dibs on, uh, that that I, I wanted to present, uh, reason number 10 to be a triathlete, um, is the cool equipment and, and just the, the cool bikes, the cool running shoes, listen, triathletes, like we are trendsetters, right? Like, like we do things, uh, first, You know we're the earliest adopters of of the latest and greatest in terms of gear and tech, uh, because we want to finish as fast as we can. We want to do as well as we can on race day. And by golly, we will use whatever it takes. We will do whatever it takes. We will buy whatever it takes. We will look as ridiculous as it takes uh, to accomplish that goal. And and, and I got this one from. uh, I want to give a shout out to um, Kelly Omara. She she's the editor of uh, Triathlete Magazine. Um, She writes a column for Triathlete Magazine called the Salty Triathlete. Uh, it, it's my favorite column that, that the magazine put, puts out. Uh, they're always just very, very funny. It's just a very funny uh, look at, at a different aspect of the sport. Um, we, we had Kelly um, on a podcast kind of kind of shared on a cool down. She read one of her salty triathlete um, columns uh, for, for, you know, that, that kind of joked about just like pool etiquette and pool training. Uh, but she has a salty triathlete column that, that says, You're welcome endurance sports. Uh, triathletes are tastemakers. Uh, and her opening paragraph is this. It says, when triathletes stuck bars on the front of their bikes, cyclists laughed at us. When we created wetsuits with thinner neoprene in the shoulders, surfers mocked us. When we started running around in Speedos and compression socks, okay, well, everyone made fun of us then too, but who's laughing now? And, and she goes on throughout the column to to just bring up all the different things that, that you know, road cycling has adopted, that surfing has adopted, that swimmers have adopted. That that they scoffed at when triathletes started using it first, but when they started seeing that it worked for us, they they started to adopt it. And I, I'm sorry, like there, there there's some road cycling purists purists out there that are going to get mad at me, uh, but TT bikes look so much cooler than regular road bikes. I am sorry, they look like freaking rocket ships. Like like, and we're 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 just we're trendsetters in that way, right? Like we're we're willing to adopt anything um, and, and use anything. And, and so the gear that you inevitably will collect, whether it's, it's borrowed, whether it's, it's, you know, Craigslisted or Facebook marketplace, or whether you get it brand spanking new, cause you've got the coin for that, uh, whatever you've got the gear that we get to use, the bikes we get to climb on top of for that, uh, bike split. Um, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just a cooler sport in terms of terms of the gear and stuff that we get to use. John, let's go to you for reason number 11 to be a triathlete.
4: Reason number eleven. Uh, this is another one, kind of near and dear to me. So thanks, uh, thanks for throwing this one my way. Uh, it's it's the travel, the experience, and the venues. Uh, I've been I've been so fortunate um, in in my career and in my job to be able to go um, to all of these races and experience these host cities and these venues. And uh, I, I love to travel. I have that wanderlust of of I want to go. And, and I'm I, I I sit at home and I just for too long and I'm ready to go. That's why 2020 was so rough and not getting to travel. I really <laughs> missed it. Um, and, and so uh, in addition to the community that you get to, to meet at all these there's there's just something about a lot of these places um, that that I think are even unique in that travel aspect so I think when uh, you have that quintessential traveler they'll go to places like New York City or you know, they'll go to Los Angeles or those those larger touristy um, areas but but a great thing about traveling to to races is they're not in those cities um, by and large they are kind of, off the beaten path, maybe they're B or C type, cities and that's that's nothing against these and they're really interesting places yeah they're they're super cool uh i've fallen in love with with several of the cities that uh host these races that i would have never gone to otherwise uh one of my my absolute favorites um and and i i lament i hate the fact that the race uh isn't happening was was louisville i I went to louisville the first time and i absolutely fell in love uh with louisville and i enjoyed going back every year and i hate that that race uh as of right now isn't on the schedule but it's just such a neat place and, and I probably never would have gone there otherwise. Yeah. Another one, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Why on earth would I ever go to Chattanooga, <laughs> Tennessee? But it's a gym. It's a super cool little town uh, that that really enjoy. Santa Rosa, California, um, really neat place there. Uh, and there's so many. Um, and, and there's there's really opportunities at, at all these, these large venues um, to, to really uh, go somewhere you wouldn't normally go. And, uh, great people, great, uh, things to see and do, uh, food to enjoy and all that kind of thing. So it just, I, I, really enjoy, uh, getting out on the road, uh, experiencing these host cities, um, these different races, and then all the people there at those races.
1: And, and even at the local sprint and Olympic level, you know, you don't have to do an Ironman 70.3 or, or full on Ironman to, to get what you're talking about. I mean, there are so many all over the country, all over the world, local sprint and Olympics that are in really cool places that you can take the family to, you can take the family to Orlando, Florida, you know, let them go to Disney world and you can do a, a, a sprint or Olympic on the coast of, of Florida, or you, or you can go to, I mean, any state in the U.S. I mean, so many beautiful courses in Canada, so many beautiful courses in Europe, uh, you know, Australia, New Zealand, all over the world. Uh, and, and you, and you can travel to, to places and, and whether it's a state away or whether it's the other side of the world, you know, you can experience somewhere different, and if you want to go to a big ticket city, I mean, Ironman has races in Barcelona, and, and Ironman has races in you know, you know, Sydney, and not not Sydney. Th- th- there are major races in major you know, premier cities all over the world, but then there's also the way you're talking about where where you can kind of explore a, a, an un, an unknown gym of a, of, a, of a town. So uh, I'm with you, John. Uh, I've I've many times talked up my love of of the racecation of, of using triathlon as a great reason to, to travel somewhere new and do a race somewhere new. Well, just
2: even, I mean, outside of the racing itself, I, I love traveling to different places to experience a new place to ride or to yeah, run. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I just got back from a trip with biking in Arizona for about half a week and just touring the Scottsdale area by bike. And that was fantastic. I mean, got to explore a bunch of new roads, fantastic climbing, Um, I mean, we stopped at like a wine bar at the top of one of the climbs and bike to breakfast another day. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you really get to experience the local flavor by bike or, you know, by run. So that that's another opportunity outside of the racing is the training.
1: So this brings us reason number 12 to be a triathlete. Uh, hope you guys have enjoyed this countdown. Uh, we've, uh, really put a lot of heart and soul into, into what we've, what we've shared today. Um, Elizabeth, what is reason number 12 to be a triathlete?
2: All right. So to close out our dozen reasons here, um, reason number 12 is the, the finish line and the medals, the bling, the race teachers, basically the, the swag. Um, but really the, and most of all, I'm going to kind of go back to the first part of the, the, the finish line, the reward for the journey and the miles and the hours that you've put in, um, I I love when John does the race recon webinars and just talks about you know this is the moment that's gonna bring you back and you know you hit that red carpet of the Ironman and this is the moment that you want to soak in um you know in terms of the swag and stuff for for me it's not even necessarily the gear but like today I have on my Ironman Wisconsin jacket and as I was grabbing that to I mean get started for the day it was like oh man like that's cool you know the memories associated with it <laughs> yeah. and like oh my first iron man and wow look at how far i've come since then and so just all of the memories that are associated with kind of the swag that comes with it
1: that the medals aren't just medals the t-shirts aren't just t-shirts like they, they're reminders of of that adventure you took that challenge that you crushed um and, and yeah it's it's a, a great reason to keep coming back is that finish line experience um so i, so I have to be honest with you guys um one would think that that was reason number 12 and that we would be closing down the main set to move on to the cool down. Uh, but I lied I lied to all of you. Uh, I lied to our listeners. I lied to John Mayfield. I lied to Elizabeth James. I lied to Jeff Raines. Um, this podcast is not at all the top 12 reasons to be a triathlete. It is the top 13 reasons to be a triathlete. I've got a bonus reason that I've been keeping in my back pocket right here for the end of the show. None of you know what it is but me. You know, maniacal, evil laughter inserted here. You would not have a reason to listen to the dot podcast if you were not a triathlete. So reason number 13 to be a triathlete is because it gives you a logical reason to listen to this amazing, wonderful podcast. Uh, we would call you crazy if you were not a triathlete and you listened to a podcast about triathlon. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. We like to think that we are the bonus reason number 13.
3: Amen, brother.
4: <laughs> Do that again with a little more enthusiasm this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great set, everyone. Let's cool down.
1: So we've talked heavily today about all the glorious reasons there are for being a triathlete. It was fun for sure. Uh, but I would guess that 99.9% of our listeners today are already triathletes. So in the spirit of being a triathlete is awesome. What is one nugget of wisdom you would share today on how to maybe become a tri evangelist of sorts, uh, and maybe get a friend, uh, or, or, or coworker or, or or somebody else involved in the sport. Um, coach Jeff rains, what, what advice would you have for that?
3: Well, first of all, I think most triathletes are already huge evangelists of the sport, and and they just don't know it, right? Leading by example, um, you know, maybe you're at work and and, and you go run on your lunch break and you come back in, shower, and you're back at your desk. Uh, You know, little things don't go unnoticed in that regard. Um, Now, I will say there... There are some triathletes that um, go a little too far with being evangelists, and it kind of reminds me of that funny little joke pun. Do not club
1: your coworkers over the head with your your day-to-day training. They don't want to know
3: every detail of every work. I know, yeah, and it kind of reminds me of that. Like, how do you know who the triathlete in the room is? Well, you don't need to know. They'll they'll tell you, or they'll let you know, yeah. um, right? <laughs> um, so, I mean, talk about your passion, right? You can lead by example. Don't be overwhelming in talking about your your passion, but um, people will, and, and and they do see your drive and your commitment.
1: Coach Elizabeth James, uh, what would you say? To, what would you say to somebody in terms of uh, kind of try evangelizing and, and getting friends or, or acquaintances involved in the sport?
2: I know that one thing for me that was really big in getting started was just the opportunity to go with someone else and and this is something that I encourage other triathletes to do as well that instead of you know just talking about the bike ride that you're going on or the run um, really invite someone else to come with you or to go with that person that's getting started. Um, I don't know if I ever would have really picked up the cycling as much as I did except for I mean, a fantastic woman who basically said, "Okay, here's the bike you're going to buy and this is the trip we're going to go on and I'm going to go with you. And she probably pedaled so slowly, probably like zone one heart rate for hours and hours as I was learning to get out on the roads and learning how to bike. Um, But that just sparked a huge passion for the sport for me. So not just talking about it, but really kind of helping people get into the sport.
4: Coach Mayfield. Those are all great, and those are kind of along the lines of what I was going to say. But I think something that um, we we can do to help is to uh, make it approachable. Um, at first, it, it is this big badass thing, and it's it's scary and daunting. And it takes a lot of equipment. Uh, there's all this great equipment mm-hmm. uh, that that can uh, be used and incorporated in. But um, you know, it's as simple as going for a run. You know, everyone, yeah. uh, most anyone has a pair of shoes that they can go for a run in. And that's, that's the first step. Um, so I, I think it's great advice. It's huge. Uh, I think so many of us got started because someone else invested in us. So I think Elizabeth was right on, um, with that. And I, I, I when I've been in those situations, it's, it's, it's super rewarding. Um, yeah, I may not have done the, the training that I had on my training plan for the day, but, uh, going out and, and helping someone come along, introduce them to the sport, uh, make sure they have a, a great first experience. Um, that much more important than than whatever was on the training plan for the day.
1: Well, that's it for today, folks. I want to thank TriDot's very own Jeff Raines, John Mayfield, and Elizabeth James for counting down the top 13 reasons to be a triathlete. Enjoying the podcast? Have any triathlon questions or topics you want to hear us talk about? Head to try..com slash podcast and click on Submit Feedback to let us know what you're thinking. We'll do it all again soon. Until then, happy training.
0: Thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and share the TryDot podcast with your triathlon crew. For more great tri content and community, connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Ready to optimize your training? Head to TryDot.com and start your free trial today tri the obvious and automatic choice for triathlon training.